Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message. And the Lord just had me to use another message today that we're going to talk about. Little did I know that our Sunday school lesson was somewhat similar on the lesson, praise God. And, and the lesson was talking about having what? Confident in God. And my message today is talking about trust in the Lord. <laughs> trust in the Lord, saints. Praise God. Who else can we trust in Amen. but the Lord, but him? Praise God. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, David, the psalmist, he wrote many psalms under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And many of those psalms that he wrote, they were personal expressions concerning the crisis that he had faced and encountered in his life. You know, they were personal crises that David had in his life. And many of those personal crises he brought on himself. Huh? Yes. Praise the Lord. And sometimes the things that we're going through and I, I have went through, we have brought them on ourselves, didn't we? If the truth be told, Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. And one of the crises that David brought on himself, he committed adultery. Didn't he? He committed murder. Huh? Amen. Praise God. And we know that there are consequences that goes along with those what? Decisions that we make. Praise God. And God told David, uh, after he had done what he did, praise God. God said to him through the prophet Nathan that the sword should not depart from his house. In other words, God was letting them know that evil going to come from your family. Huh? Evil going to come from your family. And you know what? It, it did happen, just as God said it. Huh? Even his sons, he began to have family troubles. Huh? One of his boys raped his half-sister. Then another turned around and killed the, killed the one that raped his, his sister. Then another turned around, he, he was put to death. Praise God. So all through David's life, he expressed it, his trust, his confidence in who? In God, huh? And then there was some crisis that came into David's life, were brought about because of what others had done. Huh? Praise the Lord. Y'all remember Saul? Huh? Saul was jealous of David. He hated David. You can't stop people from being jealous of you. You can't stop people from hating you. Huh? Praise the Lord. But David had to trust in who? In God. Huh? He had to leave the matter to God. And saying that's what we have to do in our situation. We have to leave the matter to God. Praise the Lord. Because God can fix it. He knows how to fix it. Praise God. God fixed all, didn't he? Praise the Lord. But at the same time, God was working on two fronts. He was preparing David, and also he was fixing Saul. Praise God. Saul didn't want to give up the throne. But God had already huh, anointed David king over Israel. But yet Saul still had the, had the power. Praise God. And so David wrote these psalms. He wrote many psalms expressing his, uh, his heart's desires. Praise God. But the most important thing about David, and then we can say the same thing about us, most important thing about David is how we handle 
how we respond to the crisis that come into our life. That's all to be the most important thing. Not so much the crisis itself, but how you handle it. Especially when you know that God is in what? In control. Huh? Especially you know that we know that all things work together for good of them that love the Lord and called according to his purpose. Huh? Praise the Lord. It's how we handle those crises. Huh? So my question is, how do you handle the crisis in your life? Do we become fearful or do we become faithful? Huh? Will we panic? Have an attitude of panic or an attitude of peace? Huh? Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus told us in Matthew, I mean, in St. John 16 and 33, he said, these things I have spoken unto you. He was talking to his disciples, but he's talking to us too. We're followers of the Lord. He said that he's spoken unto you that in me, he said, in me, ye might have peace. Huh? Ye might have peace. Huh? So God has not given us, as Paul said to Timothy, the spirit of fear. But of love, but of power, and of a sound mind, huh? So in other words, all who are in Christ, they have the peace of God, huh? The reason why they have the peace of God, because they made peace with God, huh? We have the peace of God, huh? Because we have made peace with God. Praise the Lord. And you know, the Bible tells us in Philippians, if you want to go there, Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse six and seven, we we'll ask someone to get that. Verse it starts off and tell us, uh, be careful for what? Nothing. Huh? Be careful. In other words, we are not to be anxious. Huh? For nothing. In other words, we are not to be overwhelmed with anxiety. Huh? Or worry. Huh? But the Bible said, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, give, giving thanks, let your request be made what? Known unto who God? Unto God. Now, David was a man who was not afraid to go to God. Huh? In prayer. Praise God. David expressed it, his desires of his heart to God in prayer. And that's what we have to do, saint. Express the desires of your heart to the Lord. How? In prayer. Then he went on to say in the seventh verse, and the peace of God, huh? Which passes all what? Understanding. The peace of God passes all the understanding, what you see of your circumstances, what you see of your conditions. Huh? It passes all understanding. Huh? In human reasoning. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It shall keep your what? Hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Because it keeps you in what? Peace. And that's why Isaiah 26 and 3 said, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. See, you know, the kind of peace God gives you is a perfect peace. It's a calmness of the heart. It's a calmness of the mind. It's a calmness in the soul. That's the kind of peace God gives you. Huh? Praise the Lord. He said, whose mind is stayed on thee. You can't look at the circumstances and the conditions Praise God. Because they're going to disrupt your peace. Y'all hear what I'm saying? When you take your eyes off of Jesus, praise God, you're going to lose your peace. In other words, you took your focus off the peace. 
of the Prince of Peace. Huh? Praise the Lord. So that's why David said, he will keep, I mean, Isaiah said, that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because why? He trusted in thee. Huh? He trusted in thee. So David went before the Lord in prayer. Why? Because he trusted in the Lord. Huh? He trusted in the Lord. And David said in Psalm 62 and 8, he said, trust in him at all times. Huh? Ye people, pour out your soul before him. God is a refuge for who? Us. God is a place of safety. When you feel like you're not secure, when you feel like your life is being threatened, I don't care if it's by sickness or disease. Huh? Praise the Lord. We're threatened every day. Praise God. Then go to God for a place of refuge. It's a place of safety. Huh? Praise the Lord. Only God can shield us and keep us. Praise the Lord. He's able to keep us. Praise God. So I want to talk to this morning, you in short, about 15 minutes. I'll be through. Huh? Our subject, trust in the Lord. Huh? Trust in the Lord for your life. Trust in the Lord for your welfare. Huh? That's what we have to trust God for. Praise the Lord. Because he's able to what? To provide. Huh? He's able to what? To keep us. Huh? It's because the Lord has our best interest at heart. Sometimes we don't have our best interest at heart when we do things. Huh? When we make decisions. Huh? Praise God. We become selfish. But God has our best interest in mind. Huh? He knows what we need. Praise God. We only want the things what we want. But God wants to give us what we need. And that's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want. Because he's everything that I need. Huh? Praise the Lord. Praise God. So God knows what we need, saint. And, and that's why Peter told us when it came to our confidence, it said, cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of what? Reward. Don't just throw it off to the side. Huh? But keep it. Huh? Don't cast it away, but embrace it. Huh? Embrace what God said in his word. Huh? We talked about being confident in, in God's love, right? Now, what gives you such confidence in God and in God's love unless you look into the word of God and see what he has to say to you? Huh? Because everything that God says, it is true. Huh? And everything that God does, it is true. Huh? Have he not proved himself to be true to you? Praise the Lord. Praise God. So David understood that. And we ought to understand the same thing. Praise God. So we're going to look at the book of Psalms in the 11th chapter. We got about seven verses here. 11th chapter of the book of Psalms, verses 1 through 7. And here's David speaking, expressing a testimonial uh, Psalms, a Psalms of confidence, of, of trust in the Lord. Huh? Praise God. Hear what it says. In the Lord put I my trust. You hear what he just said? 
in the Lord put I. That's personally. I put my trust. That's what David said. In the Lord put I my trust. That's what David said. Praise God. I put. I'm reading it wrong. Put I my trust. Put I my trust. It's saying the same thing. But listen. This is what David said. Personally, my trust. Huh? Put my trust in the Lord. And that's where you ought to put your trust in the Lord. In spite of what others may do or say. Huh? In spite what others may do or say when you're going through crisis in your life. Put your trust in the Lord. Huh? Put your trust in the Lord. Huh? Why? Because the Lord promised he would never leave you. Amen. Did he not? He promised that he would never what? Forsake you. Huh? So David, while he was in his crisis, you know, even us, when we even going through our crisis and troubles in our life, you gonna hear some many voices. You hear other voices. Uh-huh. Huh? You see, David was listening. David was listening and hearing two voices were speaking to him. Huh? Yet that one voice was urging him to do something. Listen to what it said. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountains. You know, sometimes we don't want to go through things. We look for a way to escape, don't we? Huh? We look to escape it. Praise God. So one voice was urging him to flee. Huh? Fly away like a bird to escape to a place of safety. Huh? Praise the Lord. And that's why David said in Psalm 55 and 6, David said he, he wanted to flee. He said, if I had wings like a dove, but then I would what? Fly away and be at what? At rest. Sometimes we get tired, don't we? We get weary, don't we? Praise the Lord. Praise God. We get weary of the wicked. But the Bible said one day the 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 the, the we go the weary, we're gonna be at rest. The wicked gonna cease from troubling, and we're gonna be at what? At rest. And we're gonna be in a place of safety. Huh? The wicked gonna be in a place of torment. Right now you may be tormented by him, but even in God, he on this earth, God knows how to give you a place of safety. Huh? But you got to know how to turn to him. Huh? If you're going to flee anywhere, flee to God. Praise the Lord. Flee to the Lord. Flee to the altar. Huh? Praise God. Yet David said in the Lord, put I my trust. Didn't he say that? Huh? Because God is our what? Refuge. Huh? God is our refuge and our strength. And the Bible says he's a very present help in trouble. When we're in trouble, you need to know where to go. Huh? I know a lot of times when we get stuff going on in our body, we run, we got to go to the doctor right away. What about calling on Jesus? What about calling on him? He's my 911. He ought to be your 911. Listen, when my, I couldn't breathe back here some months ago, and my wife was saying, is you going to call the doctor? I said, no, honey. I said, call on Jesus. That was the first thing I said. Call on Jesus. Because I knew it was going to be all right. Huh? Somebody said, I got a feeling 
that everything going to be what? All right. And I had to fill it because I was on my way to Bible class. I said, I got to teach Bible class. I can't teach Bible class. I can't breathe. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? And I trust in the Lord. I paced the floor for maybe about a few, I don't know, it was a minute or what. I could not breathe. I could not breathe. That was a scary feeling. I said, Lord, is this is it? I'm on my way to Bible class. At least I was going somewhere doing something right. If it was it, mother. Huh? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let go you show you say. You got to put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord. Oh, bless his name. And listen what David says in the next verse. Hear what he says in that verse number two. For lo, the wicked being their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. Huh? See, now that's another reason we'll give David a reason to what? To flee, right? Because he got the enemies waiting on him. David needed to escape from his enemies. Huh? Namely Saul. Huh? No, Saul sought to take his life, didn't he? He hated David because of his jealousy. You know, you got some folks you probably want to escape from, don't you? Huh? Praise the Lord. Tell God about him. That's what David does. He tell God about him. He see what's happening all around him. What the enemy is trying to do. Look at verse number three. Say, if the foundations be what? Destroyed. What can the righteous do? Huh? The foundation. We look at the foundation in our society. One of the great foundations is the institution of the family. Huh? Amen. Don't you know it's crumbling? It has crumbled. Amen. Huh? Due because of anti-godly policies Amen. that are being promoted by these politicians. Amen. Huh? And, and that's out to, 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 to demise and for the destruction of the family. And the stuff that is happening and going on, want to redefine it and, and redesign it and everything else. Let me tell you something. God, I got but one design for the family. Huh? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Praise God. The family is God's institution. Marriage is God's institution. Who gave you the authority to change it? Amen. Huh? Amen. Who gave the government the authority, the Supreme Court or anyone else? To change it. They got the answer to who? Our God. Who sits on the throne. The highest supreme court. No other court is higher. Than God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So that's why we got to hold to the two. That's why we got to put our trust. What? In the Lord. Even they want to change religious institutions. Our educational system. The foundation of it. Is crumbling. Huh? Religious institutions are crumbling. Churches start out preaching the gospel, preaching the truth. And now they let everything and all, all things come into the door. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's, we teaching this inclusion. Let me tell you something. God is a God of exclusion when it comes to sin. Amen. Huh? You don't have no part with sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. He includes people. But they got to come like he like he he designed it for them to come. 
They got to come on his own terms, not on their terms. Y'all hear me? It's come to the Lord. Praise God. God has specific terms. And in the terms that you got to come on, you got to come what? Touch not the unclean things. And God said, I will do what? I will receive you. That's what the Lord said, didn't he? What can the righteous do? You know what we can do? We can place our trust in the Lord. Why? Because he is our hope. He is our hope. Verse number four. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. And his eyes behold his eyelids and try the children of men. So the Lord is in his holy temple. In other words, it tells me that God is still what? Sovereign. He's ranging. Huh? God is still in control. He's yet ringing on his throne, and he sees and he knows the hearts of all men. Huh? That's why David can say his trust is in the Lord. His trust is in the one who is transcendent. Huh? And he didn't just place his trust in the things that are temporal. He on this earth. Huh? Man is temporal, but God is transcendent. Praise God. And that's why David said in Psalm 73 and 25, David asked the question, said, Whom I have in heaven but thee, and there is none upon earth that I desire besides thee. That should be our desire. Who do we have in heaven to fight for us, to go for us, but God? Amen. That's why we ought to put our what? Trust in him. Huh? Put our trust in him. Because he's all that we have. Praise God. And that's why Psalm, verses Psalm 4 and 7, speaks about this other voice. There's a voice that was urging David to have faith. Huh? To have faith in the Lord. To have faith in God. Shambach said, all you need is faith in God. Huh? That's what a lot of folks need. They just need faith in God. They need to trust in the Lord. In other words, why flee? Seek a way to escape, huh? When you can trust in God, the one who's in control of every event in your life. Huh? Praise the Lord. Nothing can come out. Nothing can come into your life without it first being filtered through the hands of God. Y'all know that? Have you read the story of Job? Mm -hmm. Huh? Satan cannot touch Job without God's permission. So God had that type of love for Job. What about you? Huh? Satan can't touch you without God's permission. Jesus said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You got to get permission to mess with anybody in God's church. If Paul was here, he'll tell you. Paul tried to mess with the church. He was going to get permission to come against it. But he hadn't talked with Jesus yet. Huh? Jesus had to have a little talk with Paul. He met him on the road of Damascus, didn't he? Simon, Simon. He's not Simon. He told me, he said, Paul, it's hard for thee. Saul, Saul. It's hard for thee to kick against the what? The prick. Man, you fighting a losing battle. What's wrong with you? In other words, that was the Lord was saying, man, you fighting a losing battle. Don't you know this fight is fixed? I already won it at Calvary, and you fighting a losing battle. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Then he asked him, why persecutest thou me? 
Why are you messing with me, Saul? You, when you messing with my saints, you messing with me. You messing with my church, you messing with me. Huh? You coming up against me, Paul. And I got to stop you. And he, the Lord stopped him. He said, who are thou? Lord? And Jesus didn't even reveal to him. He said, I am Jesus whom thou persecute. Huh? That's who I am. <laughs> and the church is of me. Praise the Lord. You persecuting my body. Praise the Lord. Ain't that great saying? God gonna protect his own name. All right, verse number five. And hear what it said. The Lord tried the righteous, but the wicked, and him that loveth violent, his soul what? Hated, huh? The Lord not only sees what is happening, but he is constantly make value judgments upon the righteous and the wicked. Huh? Mm -hmm. The scripture said in Psalm 34 and 19, said many, give me, give me Psalm. Listen to what it said, Psalm 34 and 16. In, in, in 34 and 19, it said, many of the afflictions of the what? Righteous. But the Lord going to do what for them? Deliver them out of them all. Huh? The Lord going to deliver them out of them all. What do the 16th verse say and the 17th verse? Hear what he said. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. So you see, God makes a value judgment mm -hmm. when it comes to those who are righteous and those who are not. Huh? He turned his face from the wicked. But he's going to deliver the righteous because his ears are open unto their what? Their cry. That's why you got to turn to the Lord and trust in the Lord. David knew who to trust in. Look at verse 6 in Psalms. It says, 11 and, 11 and 6. He said, upon the wicked, he shall rain snares, huh? fire and brimstone and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. When the day of wrath come, when the time God going to be pouring out his wrath upon the earth during the time of the tribulation, he going to rain down fire on the wicked. Huh? Everybody that reject him. You know what God said? He going to repay them to their face. Huh? God said, I'm going to repay them that hate me to their face. Huh? But he going to show mercy to them that love him. Huh? This is the kind of God we serve, Saint. Ain't nobody getting by. Ain't nobody getting what getting away. Praise the Lord. Don't you know people that are sinning against God and doing all kind of evil that is in this world? They all they doing is storing up wrath for the day of wrath. Huh? Storing up wrath for the day of wrath. And believe ye me, God gonna be pouring out some wrath on America. Amen. And those that are in America. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I hope not to be here. I hope to be in, I'll be in the other camp. <laughs> with the righteous. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you see. The righteous. In verse number six. Upon the wicked shall reign. But one thing about the righteous. They're going to triumph over the what? The wicked. Huh? Amen. Just as David triumphed over Saul. In every way, didn't he? David had opportunity to uh, kill him. Mm -hmm. To pay him back. Yeah. But he did. 
Because David understood God. He said, touch thou not my anointing, didn't he? Saul was anointed by God to be king. So Saul didn't want to put his hand, I mean, David didn't want to put his hand on Saul. God's anointed. And he had the opportunity to kill him, but he did not. So that's why David could be called a man after God's own heart. God had opportunities to kill Saul too. But God let Saul run his course. I'm going to tell you something, saying God are letting certain people to run their course until the time comes. Huh? Until the time has come, until their time is up. And God is exposing folks for what they are. You hear me? He exposing them. And they are leaving here. They are leaving. People that you thought was right were nothing but a front. I'm just telling you like it is, say. So we can trust God. Huh? For what? For assured victory in all our crises huh? that we are facing, uh, might be facing in the future. Huh? Whether it be sickness or suffering, we can trust him. Trust him in it. Huh? To heal us and deliver us out of all our affliction. Let's look at verse number seven. Last verse and I'm through. For the righteous, for the righteous, Lord, love it, righteousness. His countenance do behold the what? The upright. So God loved those who are what? Righteous. Because his face is always against those who do what? Evil. You see, one thing about God, he's going to watch over the righteous. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He watches over the righteous. Now we know he's concerned about the righteous. You remember Abraham went before the Lord and asked the Lord, said, would you spare Sodom and Gomorrah if there are so many in the city that are righteous? Huh? God said, I spared for those many. He brought the numbers on down to ten. Lord, if they lack ten of that, will you will you spoil will you spare the city for the lack of ten? He brought it on down to ten. See, uh, uh, Abraham knew how many was there was righteous. It was lot in his in his daughters, right? Huh? He knew how many was there righteous. It was uh, the number was under ten. So that's what Abraham wanted was that assurance. That God, you won't destroy the righteous with the wicked. Yes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. But we see God even brought Lot and his daughters out. And, 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 and his, uh, and, and his um, wife brought her out. Brought them out of there. Through by the angel, didn't he? So go to show you he watches over the righteous. Huh? Mm-hmm. With his divine what? Protection. And not only his divine protection, but also with his manifest presence. God watches over us, say. So we thank God today for you. We thank God for the lesson, for the message this morning. So we're going to let you go. Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.